Welcome to Card Slingers, coming to you coast to coast. Hi, I'm Jamie Elford from Portland, Oregon, representing the West Coast. I'm Melissa Sonova, speaking to you from the Midwest here in St. Louis. And I'm Hillary, the New Yorker. We're going to talk about what we like about the cards. And what we don't like. What we're learning. And what we're teaching. It's all about slinging them cards. Um, today on the Card Slingers, we are going to talk about spreads. And uh, we had a person write in. Jamie, do you want to read the letter? Yeah. Or so, summarize it or what have you. Yeah, um, so and- this is from listener Lindsay O who basically said, hi there, I'm brand new to tarot and I'm confused about spreads. I feel like you can go to Pinterest and find millions of spreads, but I also feel like sometimes they can get in the way of the actual message of the cards. I can't keep track of what each position of the spread (laughs) is and the meanings of the cards and reversals. It's just so much. So my question is- It's so much, Hillary. What are the spreads you guys use and how do you determine which to use for each client? Well, first, we, you attain consent from the person that you're learning spreads with. Uh, and then after that, it's really a personal decision, I think. Um, every tarot reader gets to an age, you know, you become quite fond of your cards, your cards become quite fond of you. And you get to a point where you're just going to want to start using spreads. And like with every adjustment that people make in their chosen careers, Jamie, God damn it, with that. <laughs> <laughs> then you know you have a responsibility to adjust um adjust accordingly so uh yeah so i though i'll just go first because i'm already fucking talking surprising yep. zero people um i absolutely 100 percent use the same deck or same spread over and over and over and over i do a six card spread that i wrote about in my book kitchen table tarot <laughs> And then I just pull three cards. I like shuffle while the person's talking about, yeah, that really resonated and, and blah, blah, blah. And then um, they ask another question and I lay down three cards and those three cards tell a story. And I do that with every reading that I do. Sometimes I still do not, I don't do element readings a lot because they're, they're exhausting, but we are my, our company, which you guys are now employees of contracted. I'm not paying you yet, by the way. Um, Sonova and crew LLC. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to start doing um, element readings and it's going to be like a year long process, except we're, we're going to um, call it kitchen table circle readings. And um, therefore, if you have a thing in your life, you haven't been able to close the circle on that's we'll do several months full of readings to, to help you heal that wound or help you finish that task or reach that goal. So that's something that we're going to be offering soon. And I'm going to be training Hillary and Jamie and how to do them. Uh, so only the three of us and Bo Joffrin will be able to do these readings for you. So anyway, Sweet. that was that is, that is breaking news. Okay. That's yeah. breaking news. Awesome. Breaking news. Awesome. Awesome. We didn't even know that. All kitchen table <laughs> circle. And I'm only teaching the three of you um, the whole process. So you will be certified in kitchen table circle the class and you can do the readings i fully expect amanda perry to make me a certificate okay amanda's our artist so we have a company now um but that's totally off of the mark um but what so i i i like some spreads i I think that when you were a young reader or beginning reader right because people pick up the cards at any age when you're a beginning reader i think that spreads help 
you figure out how to tell the story with the cards, right? Mm -hmm. I say now with all casualness, after looking at the cards for almost 40 years now, I say with all casualness, I just use the same one over and over and it works for me. Well, it works for me because I know the cards like I know the back of my own hand, like I know my husband's face. I know these cards inside and out, upside and down. And I don't need a structured way to interpret the story the cards are telling me because my intuition and the cards themselves do that. However, when I was a brand new reader, I relied very heavily on what that position meant in that circumstance. And it was a learning tool for me. So for, for readers, like I, I love Jamie that you have 20 different spreads that you regularly use. Cause I could never spoiler remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert, whatever. Ugh. But I love that you do that. But for me, it's just easier to let my intuition fill in most of the gaps and, um, and well, easier for me. Uh, but we all have really strong intuition and it's interesting to see which tools we hold on to and then which, to, which tools we release. So I release the tools of spreads because I'm lazy, mostly. Um, and I can't remember 20 different ones. Um, Jamers, tell me about, tell, tell, tell us, us more tell about us the spread that I spoiled. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I don't memorize these spreads. I, my, so Again, as our listeners know, or as hopefully the new listeners that listen to us then go back and listen, they'll find out that what I do in my professional life is so vastly different than what I do for friends or for myself. I am a typical tarot reader for myself or my friends, but when in my professional life, I am kind of like that coach. So I have a set set of a set group of spreads. So when clients come to me, they'll say, I need some relationship help, or I need, I need some goal setting help. So depending on where they're at, and that's usually the, what we talk about in that first zero session, no cards are, are brought. We talk about the needs and how long you, you know, that client wants to work with me. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I pick one of those spreads. I introduce it to them and then they read the cards themselves. So yes, it's a diagnostic tool for me. That spread, Mm -hmm. the spread I pick, helps them gain the insight they need at the moment that they need it. Brilliant. And then, you know, but yeah, I've I've got, well, maybe not a million, but yeah, a bunch of spreads that I've collected over my life. It's a million. I've seen how many stickers you have. It's a million. I well, I I like, (laughs) yeah. I mean, I like having stuff to see how people, in a way. Um, when you create your own spread or when you find somebody who's created a spread, you kind of get an insight into their mind and how they work. And as somebody that writes the little white booklets and has to usually create a spread for them, you know, I like to right. see uh, these spreads. So I have a, quite a collection, but I don't memorize them all. I don't use them very much for my own purpose, unless it's like going to a, a, a circle of tarot peeps that are like, hey, let's use this Lionsgate spread you know, that's something I did last year, you know, locally or something, you know, let's, let's pull this spread out and do it. And then we talk about it amongst ourselves. But again, you know, it's, it can be hard to track and understand. And, but in some cases, when you're learning, you need mm-hmm. to have that hand holding. you need to have a position. Yes, absolutely. And reversals are, you know, we, we, we all talked about a reversals episode early on. And I don't use them. I rarely use them in my mm-hmm. own in my own personal stuff. So yeah, 
I, I'm probably the exception to the norm here where I have, you know, a rigid structured, you know, professional stuff, but that's because that's the worky work style reading. Mm. How about you? Well, I really, I really like what, um, what both of you are saying that it provides that structure, especially aside, I'm sorry. There's no fucking fence city. Either you like my simplicity or you like (laughs) Jamie's fucking PhD level motherfucking tarot setup. You can't sit on the fence, bitch. It's either going to be my little simple ass book or Benabel Elastic Tarot. Okay. I, okay. I, don't I get do the it. whole cutting to the left thing. I don't do the, the key opening. Okay. No, I think. Sorry, no, we I were, love. Sorry, Hillary. You know, we were going so well. We were very structured and serious. By the way, this is the second attempt at recording this episode because we just dissolved into peals of laughter at the first attempt. Do you know why? Because, because spread. Because I'm confused because about spread. spread. Okay. And um, we're fucking 15 year old listen listen this is the reason this is the reason why we have three co-hosts and this is why it's got to be the tiebreaker (laughs) this is why people tune in motherfucker okay hillary go talk did you want my opinion or not or did you want to just tell me my opinion (laughs) um i do i do this bitch is definitely from new york just just talk just talk hillary we're going to be cutting the Nova out anyway, thanks to Kendra. Kendra cuts the Nova out. Let let Hillary talk. <laughs> turn it's turn off fucking her podcast. mic. Turn off her mic. That's um no, I really like that we're you know discussing the structure that a spread provides because especially if you're just starting out or you're new to the cards, you know, it it's almost as if it's creating this container in which for you to do your best work. And I'm also trying to ignore the gestures that are rude right now that are in my visual line of sight <laughs> which you're not seeing during the podcast. Um you know, I I use spreads um do I use spreads with my clients? Yes. Sometimes if the occasion warrants it, or if my intuition is pulling me towards using a spread in much the same way as the decks that I would use with a client. Um, so, but, but sometimes, you know, if a client has a lot of questions, I'll just do a spread in which there's three to five cards for each question. And that isn't actually a spread to me because I'll pull three cards and I'll just read what's coming up. There's no positional meanings assigned. Um, If I'm feeling five cards, usually the top line is more towards the current situation and the bottom line is towards here's probable outcomes. But I don't really consider it a true spread because there are no positional meanings assigned to it. Um, Do I use the Celtic cross? Yes, sometimes. I like it. You know, I like that it's a snapshot or one of the best snapshots that you can have um, spread wise. Um, And then what was it? The other day, someone wanted a kind of general forecast for the year. And then I used the 13 moon spread from Kim Kranz, The Wild Unknown, which is just one card for each month and then a 13th card for the theme of the year. So and that usually I don't do with Mm -hmm. just anyone, but I was feeling called to do so, especially because that's what the client wanted. They wanted kind of overview. So I was just like, you know what, let me not jam with the Celtic cross right now. Cause I don't feel like it's going to really get you to what you want out of this reading, but let's try this one. And it ended up being very, very interesting and providing a lot of information. So, so I kind of do it all. Yeah. 
Because I don't want to choose. <laughs> you, you did. You did bring up something. I don't go over five cards in any reading, and that's in an hour. So I, I limit to five five card spreads or less. So, but yeah, that's interesting. Yes, you can talk. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I fully support you guys uh, muting me <laughs> when the other person has the floor. By the way, but next time warn a bitch because I was like, do you know who I am? How dare you? I didn't even yeah, notice I that, that she did that to you. Oh, did you just do it again? <laughs> I do know who you are. <laughs> and I love you. I seriously didn't notice. Yeah. I really didn't notice that you She's... muted her. <laughs> oh, my God. We have a new gag. Dear God. <sighs> anyway, where were her. we? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think um, Melissa was weighing in on on us being on kind of the same side with we we like spreads. We do find a purpose it's, for them. I told you it's not that I don't like them; it's that I don't use them. I think they have their purpose, and I think that the best part about being a professional or an amateur tarot reader is you can do whatever the fuck you want. Like I dropped uh, spreads, and I use one all the time. Mm-hmm. except I wrote a whole book with five different spreads in it that were for very directed readings. Very, they're pretty powerful too. Powerful. Yes. Yeah. They'll knock your socks off, but that whole book is about different spreads. So I do think they can be used as a focal point for a reader in any way. But in my experience, I quit using them personally when I learned to commune with my cards differently. So I fill in the gaps between the cards, not with other cards, but with my intuition, you know, like the, I told you guys, I've told you the story of the lemon, right? Like on the show, I did a tattoo for this woman and her, there was, I can't, I don't even know what it was, but I was talking to her and I was like, I keep like smelling citrus and I keep seeing like oranges and lemons and grapefruits. And she started sobbing and I was like, oh, fuck, Sonova, what'd you do now? And she said, my mom and I, I have one tattoo. My mom and I got it at the same time. I got a lemon and she got a lime. And she's been dead for five years. And I was like, oh, well, that explains it. So I can do cool shit like that. But I don't, I find that the more cards I use, the more cluttered that that message becomes, right? So wherever I I get get it, it, my gods, their guides, uh, the universe, maybe I'm bullshitting. Maybe I'm really good at cold reading. We don't know how tarot reading works. They just fucking work. But I, the more cards that I use, the messier the communication is from wherever that information comes from for me. So I can't, but I do think that it's very much like using a spread. It's very much like casting a circle of protection and power when you're doing magic. Because if you look at the pentacle, it's earth, air, fire, water, spirit. And the circle that binds them all, right? The circle that holds them in is your will. That is the action. That that circle holds them all together so the action can take place in that space. So you're creating a sacred space. So what spreads are truly are magic. They're creating a sacred space for that tarot reading to happen in. And if your sacred space needs half the fucking deck, so be it. If your sacred space calls for an arrow reading because you're a devotee of Diana, then so be it. 
but I, I think that you, of course, when you're a new reader, try and try and try every single thing you can and see what sticks. And when you're an older reader, think about them the way that Jamie uses them, you know, as really a diagnostic tool or the way that Hillary uses them to point out a specific, like, I specifically want to look here. So she's sharpening that third eye of hers so that she can see exactly where she needs to. And the way that I use them in elements was truly to create a sacred space using the elemental shape of each element. Well, that's fucking stupid. The, the sigil, you know, yeah. like, yes. you know, the triangles with the lines and stuff. Each yeah. of the readings the in tarot elements. Alchemy. Learn something new today. Wrote a book about it too. Forgot the word. Anyway, um, <laughs> it happens. I have the most smartest. I'm an author, um, but I use the alchemical symbol to make it a magic spell. Each reading in tarot elements is its own magical spell because it follows the alchemical symbols for each element. So you're casting cards in a specific place to get a specific answer about a specific part of your life that you need to look twice about. So this is powerful shit. Like my saying, mm-hmm. I don't use them is, is really just a different way of reading. And I, I don't like them because it makes my readings cloudy and, and full of, it's congested. It makes my readings congested. So I think that, you know, I, I've gotten a reading before from someone who layered the cards it was one of the most amazing thing I could see by the end of it. It was like 45 cards on the table. And the story was like, here's this and here's this and here's this and here's this. And it was just very, very in-depth. I couldn't fucking do that if I wanted to. I've had somebody I'm, do that similarly. But I, yeah. I, love, I love what you're saying about how they're, you know, they are the sacred space containers. Mm-hmm. Whether you use a spread uh, like the Celtic cross or a three, uh, you know, an actual three card assigned question spread you know, or, you know, whatever you do. I like that, that, you know, it's a sacred space. It is container. Um, I did want to also address, I think the part of the question was like, how do you memorize spreads? Well, I don't like Jamie was saying too. I don't just look, just look it up, honey. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And that's um, just because like, you might, you might feel like, oh, well, that means that I'm not off book. Bull fucking shit. (laughs) That's not the same thing. (laughs) With millions of spreads out there, millions of spreads out there, you have to have a database or something. So yeah, you can look them up. No one. When I do an element reading, I have my book in front of me. Literally, I don't do the readings from a book that I wrote without the book in front of me because I don't want to screw it up. And I wrote that book like four years ago. I don't remember what I fucking had for breakfast this morning. Oh, it was eggs. Anyway, I barely. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) Thank you. Good job, Melissa. She did it. Um, But, you know. What are you going to do? Right. Um, you find you it's it's like we say in pretty much every single one of our episodes, find the tool that works for you. Try all of the tools, mm-hmm. put down the thing that doesn't work for you. And then you, then you can be an authentic reader. You're well-studied, you're well-read, you've tried a bunch of different stuff, you know, and, and you're well-rounded. And now you can, you can refine your and curate your style of reading. It's wonderful. It's a great job that we have. And it'll shift over the years. I've changed reading styles probably four or five times in the last 30 years, like consistently. 
And every once in a while, I'm like, hey, let's just fucking try this and see what happens. And um, I did this to one person. I was like, I go, oh, you don't believe in tarot cards, huh? And I, and I like, snapped a card down. I was like having some financial issues. And they went, fuck you, Sonova. So I'm going <laughs> to guess yes. Um, but, you know, I was drinking. But anyway, um, yeah, it's whatever. Whatever, it's fine. Um, but yeah, it's like, you're, you're going to develop these different styles, work something new in, work something new out. One of the newsletters I cannot recommend enough is Beth Owl's daughter. Her and Joanna Powell Colbert both have the most amazing newsletters. They both come out like Jamie and Hillary do come at readings at different angles. Beth Owl's daughter is very much like, here's what this card represents symbolically, the colors here's, here's what it means historically. Um, here's, here's what I feel, you know, she uses intuition. How I feel it's going to affect the next week or so. And then, um, Joanna Powell Colbert is from a very nature oriented place and talks about the elements in the cards in that way. And they're both such contrasting views of the tarot. I can't think of a single student who would benefit from both of them. So, and the three of us have newsletters too, but man, when we're going to pimp somebody out, we're talking about our heroes here. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we're going to have links to our newsletter signups in the notes, too, because we're not stupid. But, like, these are the people <laughs> that we really look up to. At Anthony, Jamie still doesn't have hers up and running yet, but she will. She's she's working ah, on it, I promise. Hey, that's hey, a, hey, we don't thing. gasp. We don't gasp. We support and love. Thank anyway, I'm working on so, it. Can um, we mute so her let's, again? Let us wrap this shit up. <laughs> hey, um, let's wrap this up. Um, thank you again for writing in person who wrote in. Um, please remember just as usual, like figure out your thing, do, do the thing that, that suits who you are. And if you change, honey, change the way you read too. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, at Cardslingers Coast to Coast. You can check out more episodes at cardslingerscc.podbeam.com. And please send us your questions at cardslingerscc at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. 